You're listening to the Be a Better Lawyer podcast with Dina Cataldo, episode 180. So how do high-achieving lawyers break through generations of being taught that we have to grind ourselves into the ground to get results for clients, build a successful business, and create a life we love? While law schools are busy teaching the rule of law, they're slacking on teaching us how to be a better human to create for ourselves the success we thought we'd achieve after law school. This podcast bridges the gap between law school and life. Hello, my friend. How are you today? So I just got back from Austin on an adventure. My coach had her mastermind there this year, and I spent a few days getting to know the city and a few days getting to know myself and my fellow entrepreneurs there. And if you're not sure what a mastermind is, Napoleon Hill actually coined the term mastermind. In his book, Think and Grow Rich, he talks about envisioning those people who we aspire to become and tapping into how they think and how they problem solve. In a mastermind, we do the same thing with each other's brains. We all help different people with our businesses, but we're all there for expansion. We help each other see our blind spots to see where we can fine tune our messaging to really calm down our mind so we can step into that version of us that we envision. And we might be seeing where we've been playing small in our businesses and even our life. And when we do this kind of work, it helps us expand how and who we help and it expands our vision of what's possible for us. So I really want to talk to you about that in this episode. This episode is going to help you step into the version of you that fills that expanded vision of yourself and maybe even create an expanded vision for yourself. I'm going to walk you through five indicators that you can expand your vision right now for what you want. And I'm also going to give you lots of examples along the way to give you more awareness about where you can begin stretching yourself. I am going to offer you that being uncomfortable and stretching yourself is much more fulfilling than staying where you are. What we see around us is a pale reflection of what is possible for us. Until we get another pair of eyes on our lives, we don't always see what's around us. We just aren't aware. And that can be a simple awareness of, you know, reading an article, a book, listening to a podcast, Or it can be more intensive, like what we can get when a coach is showing us our blind spots. And if we're not looking for them, really we're like fish swimming in water. If you ask a fish what water is, they have no clue. It's their whole world. They're in it every day and they don't have anything to compare it to. Now, when we believe the world we live in is what it is, we don't look any further than what's in front of our faces. We don't look past what's in front of us to see if there's another perspective. The choices that we make are are a reflection of what we think about our world. Our choices really tell us whether we are contracting like a turtle into its shell or we're expanding and moving ourselves forward towards our vision. Those choices are reflections of what we think about ourselves, what we think people think of us, what we think is possible for us, what we think is expected of us. Fortunately for us, there is lag time between our thoughts 
and our choices. We can make a choice that is more expansive if we learn to see our thoughts and intercept them before we make decisions, right? So the choices we make are often in reactions instead of thoughtful decision making. Doing thought work helps us exercise this muscle of seeing our thoughts before we react. And this work helps you make better decisions for yourself and your law practice, and it slows down the lag time so you're not reacting. So picture sprinters in slow motion. A sprinter is running as fast as they can. Sometimes you can barely see them. It just happens so fast in a blink of your eye. But if you slow them down a bit, it still looks like they're running. Your brain gets better at better at slowing down the thoughts and catching decisions that aren't moving you towards where you want to because it slows down your mental processing. You still have fast mental processing. It doesn't really slow anything down. But you're starting to create just a smidge, just a little bit of space there between your thought and your reaction. And that's all you need to start making the changes so you're expanding towards your vision. So for example, if your habit is saying yes to projects, when you really wanted to say no, you've created a habit that's become a reaction. It's that split second sprinter reaction. I had a client who was in the habit of saying yes to every project she was offered. She wanted to make more thoughtful decisions about projects that she'd take from senior partners, though, and she wasn't creating space for herself. In other words, she didn't have the time to do that because she kept saying yes to all these projects she didn't really get excited about. So we worked on training her to say no when she wanted to say no, and then she started asking for the projects that she wanted. It was uncomfortable at first, but once she started doing it, she saw that it was easier than she ever thought it was. Now she's leading projects that are more interesting to her and light her up in a way that those other projects didn't. Expansion is growth, and with growth comes discomfort. It's called growing pains for a reason. If I'm super comfortable, then I know I'm not growing. Now, comfortable can be nice for a while. But when I'm too cozy, I know I'm not moving into the fullest expression of me, of my vision. I'm not building my coaching practice into the practice that can help more people. I'm not building my identity into the person who can help those people in the way that they need it. I'm not focused on the most impactful things that will move me towards my expanded vision. A butterfly is the perfect expression of expansion. It starts out as a tiny egg. It hatches a caterpillar. For a couple weeks, the caterpillar thinks, this is it, I'm a caterpillar. And then suddenly, seemingly out of nowhere, it decides that it's going to hook itself to a branch, shed its skin, and make a pupa around itself. Inside that pupa, it disintegrates into goo. So it's totally unrecognizable. Then it reforms itself into a butterfly, a new identity that has delicate wings, a totally different body before it flies out of its pupa and leaves it behind. So as a side note, in Austin, I'd never seen so many monarchs. I was on the 12th floor of my hotel and saw multiple monarchs flying every day. And they were at the parks, just everywhere by the L. BJ Presidential Library, there's a butterfly garden, and there were hundreds, if not maybe 
more <laughs> monarchs there. It was magical. I highly recommend going. But how do you know if you're not as expansive as you could be? There's not a class on this or anything until now. So there's five places I'm really going to focus in on in this podcast to help you see whether there are areas of your life that you would like to stretch yourself into, that you would like to see what's possible for you. And these can be just tiny little steps that you start taking, very easy things that you can start moving towards that expanded vision. You probably already know instinctually where you hold back. So those are definitely areas of expansion for you. And if you are beating yourself up, which I know a lot of high achievers are want to do, I want to offer to you that beating yourself up for not expanding is not helpful. And really, this is just something that is a natural process, something that once you start seeing these areas that I'm going to talk to you about today, and you start seeing some examples, it'll become a little bit easier for you. So just, you know, have some compassion for yourself. This is always a process. It's like the butterfly coming out of the pupa. It didn't just start as a butterfly. It needed to work through processes. It had to turn turn itself into goo before it would allow itself to reform. So I just want you to to take that part of this away. So let's start by taking a look at how you know that there's room for expansion in your life. Well, there's a few ways. One is, is that whatever you want always comes last. Another is you forget, in quotes, (laughs) to put time on the calendar for you. You are an afterthought. Maybe your home doesn't reflect you. There was a a gal in my mastermind where, you know, there was a point where we all kind of looked at our working spaces. This was kind of like a bonus that we did. And our coach, you know, brought in another interior design coach and just showed us where, you know, we could expand into the version of ourselves that we wanted to create for ourselves. And there was one particular gal whose workspace did not reflect her. It was her husband's uh, art in the background there. And it was very clear to everyone there that, wow, where is she? Like she's using the chair that her husband purchased that doesn't reflect what she wants. She's got a lot of space for her husband and it turned out after you know the coach started asking some questions that yes this was a habit throughout her life and she had just started to expand herself she's in the process of starting to tap into what she wants so it's really interesting like if your home doesn't reflect you to look at okay who does it reflect and are you able to expand that vision for yourself within that space. Maybe you tell yourself things aren't possible, that it's physically impossible, or there's not enough time right now to think about it. And these were all excuses I gave myself over the years for not expanding the space I use for my coaching calls. I'm going to talk a little bit about that. And since I'm expanding my practice to full-time in January, I wanted to rethink my space. So what I needed was someone else to see possibility for me where I couldn't see it. Someone who could pull out my vision for my practice and my identity as a full-time coach so I could expand my identity to meet that. Someone who could sit with me who had the skills to see the things I couldn't because I was stuck in my head believing my limiting thoughts were absolute truth. In other words, I couldn't see past the water. I was the fish in the water. Our thoughts are like 
those two-faced optical illusions, you know, the kind where you look at the same image and if you look at it one way, it's an old woman. If you look at it another way, it's a young woman or you're either looking at two figures or it's a vase. Sometimes we can't see something until someone points it out to us. We can only see one version. Another important aspect here is to be willing to see another person's perspective, to allow yourself to have that possibility. You can be willing even if you're a bit skeptical or uncomfortable. I got an awesome result changing, you know, just my my physical space around because I was willing to try something, even though I was skeptical. And then when I did it, I could decide if I liked it or not. So I want to jump in to the five indicators that you could stretch yourself more and grow into a bigger, bolder version of you. The very first indicator is not asking for help. I used to be the kind of person who only asked for help if the sky was falling. I mean, that really meant never. I actually remember asking for help when I needed someone to take me to and from surgery and chemo appointments. And it was so uncomfortable. I hated it. But once I did it, I realized that it was easy to ask for help and people wanted to help me. And so now I ask for and accept help all the time. And this is work that I do with my clients. A lot of times they don't want to delegate work. We make all of these thoughts up like, well, I can't do it. I don't have time to train. It's easier if I do it. I'm the only one who can do it right. Really what you're doing is you're preventing yourself from expanding into a bigger version of you in your practice, a version of you that creates systems, that knows the back end and can train people who can become the leader that your people need to make your life easier and to help them grow into a fuller version of them because they can't expand if you don't expand. So if you have a team of people and you're not actively working to expand yourself, whether it's with a coach, whether it's by training yourself, whether it's by creating these back-end systems, learning how to create back-end systems in your practice, you're not living into your version and you are not helping other people live into their fullest version of themselves. So I want to offer that to you. So sometimes, you know, we also don't ask help ask for help because we think we should be able to figure out a problem on our own or we worry what other people are thinking about us if we ask for help. These fears are pure ego. When we listen to what our ego wants, we waste time and energy and money on things that don't serve us. Then we start to doubt ourselves because we're not getting things to work the way we want them to. And when what we needed to do in the first place was really just ask for help. So Ask yourself, take a moment, ask yourself if you're saying any of these things to yourself because that means that there is room for you to expand your vision for yourself, for your practice, and what's possible in your life. A second indicator that you have room to expand is that you hide your best assets. And when we hold back, we hide our best assets. I almost, this was, this was kind of funny. This, this happened in Austin, um, and I was in the LBJ library, which I almost didn't go to, and I would recommend going if you have a chance. I almost walked right past a piece of the moon there. Yeah, there was a piece of the moon on exhibit in a glass case. Now, there was a larger exhibit about the moon and how NASA featured in LBJ's presidency, but there was a piece of the moon there. Okay, so I may geek out about these things, but that seems like a pretty important asset to the museum. I mean, 
How often do you get to see that? If I had known that there was a piece of the moon there, I would not have waffled on whether I was going to go inside. It would have been a hell yeah, I'm going inside. I want to see the moon. When we hide our assets, people can't find us. This was not on the website. (laughs) I would have totally gone. When we don't show up and share what we're good at with people, we're doing them a disservice. We're depriving them of the experience of what they can get from us, what we can give them. It can be something like seeing a piece of the moon and the awe that I felt in that moment, or it could be something like depriving people of your legal services because you're not doing the videos or podcast or whatever else you may think isn't really a big deal, that you don't really need to do it. When we hold back because we're just a little uncomfortable and we don't want to feel uncomfortable, we are doing them a disservice, okay? Stretching into a new version of me is something I'm experiencing as I move closer to my end date at my job at the DA's office. I have actively worked on and still work on expanding my vision of what's possible for me. I need to do that and I needed to do it before I made the decision to leave my law job to coach full time. And this is going to be a process as I expand my business now. The third indicator that you have room to expand into your vision is that you dim yourself to fit in. We turn ourselves down a notch because we don't want people to think we're too much. Fear of judgment. Maybe we have fear that people are going to, you know, I don't know, talk about us behind our back. They're going to do that anyway. You may as well enjoy yourself and have people judge you. Not everyone is going to like you and that's okay. In fact, you're not winning in this life if everybody likes you because that's how I feel about it. It's like you're not really standing for anything. You're not really being 100% yourself because if you were, there are going to be people who don't like you. And as long as you like you, there is no problem. On Instagram, I posted a story on expansion being something as subtle as wearing a red lipstick. It's something that feels just a little outside your comfort zone. And if you're not following me on Instagram, what are you waiting for? I have so much good stuff there. You can go to at dina.cataldo to find me, follow me. And if you share the podcast on Instagram, be sure to tag me in your story so I can thank you properly. Other ways we dim ourselves, not wearing the jewelry or clothes that we want because we don't want to be judged. Judged. I am going to point out that people are going to judge you anyway. Let's just... this is a reminder here, you may as well be happy. I have lawyers compliment me on my jewelry and tell me that I'm the first lawyer that's modeled that you can wear large pieces of jewelry in the courtroom. And it inspired them to wear jewelry they enjoy wearing. You showing up as you can help people. How awesome is that? Like you just wearing what you want to wear, being you, inspires other people to be different. And guess what? That's how we change the legal profession. That's how we make change in the world is by being the fullest expression of ourselves. So if you're not expanding into your vision, you're actually holding the planet back. (laughs) How do you like that for expanding your vision? We hear this a lot in trial advocacy. We can't just copy other people. We've really got to bring our own personality into it. We need to have our personality shine through so that the jury can connect with us. When we first start out as attorneys, we're told things like, you know, wear blue on the first day of jury selection so that they trust you. And 
One guy even wore a wedding ring when he first started so the jury could trust him more. I mean, we have to shed what is expected of us by others and do our own thing. And it's going to be uncomfortable. Maybe your boss doesn't want you wearing sequins or dyeing your hair. Okay, fine. But where can you express yourself more fully rather than trying to live into other people's expectations? Because we're never going to feel comfortable in our own skin if we're constantly living up to what we think other people expect to us. The fourth indicator that you have room to grow is that you put things off. Ask yourself, where do you put off what you want or showing up in your practice bigger? Maybe you want to show up on video or social media to promote your practice. I had a client who was putting off writing letters to let counsel know about her new mediation practice. But once she had the awareness that she was putting it off and sabotaging her vision of having a thriving mediation practice, she created the time to write the letters. She made space for her vision to expand. I used to do this without even thinking about it in my office space at the law job. I didn't take a larger office earlier on in my career, and I kept my small one because it was easy. Instead of thinking about, you know, well, maybe I should get to know other people in the office better, and they need to see me, and they need to hear what I'm doing, Um, then that would have better positioned me to be in the middle of conversations I needed to be in the middle of. I wanted to quietly work instead of talk about what I was doing or engaging with others. And I even had a fellow lawyer in my office uh, that I was friends with point out that I should take it for those reasons. But I didn't see the value in that. And I stayed to myself. And if I had wanted to stay in that legal profession, then that's something that I could have done in order to expand my vision within within the office. It's so interesting that I saw myself do this with my physical office space in my home where I practice coaching. And we really can't see the blind spots until someone shows them to us. And if you're not ready to hear it, you just can't hear it. Um, But when you are ready to hear it, then you can start making changes. When my coaching practice was brand new, it reflected that newness, right? It was a smaller space. I tried different spaces to see what would work. And then I settled on a spot in my home that seemed to work. But after a while, it felt cramped. And I even saw myself in little ways resenting it. Like I didn't really want to spend a lot of time there. You know, I just kind of treated it like an afterthought. I wanted to move things around, but I could not see how it was possible. Remember, I was swimming in the water and I kept putting off thinking about it. When I went to my mastermind last week, our coach brought in that interiors expert to help us reflect our personalities and our spaces more. And she helped me expand my vision for the space that I could create for myself. That meant moving everything around, which my brain told me was a hassle and it could wait. And it was really doing that helped me to begin incorporating more of me in my space. And this was really a timely move as I moved my coaching practice from part-time to a full-time practice. The physical space needed to be larger for me to reflect that it's a larger space in my life and I want it to enjoy that space. 
Okay, the fifth indicator that you can expand more is that you don't ask for what you want. And this can show up where you say yes to new projects instead of saying no like you really want to because you're afraid of what the other person will think or you don't want to disappoint someone. It can show up as hesitating to reach out to someone who can help you get what you want. It can show up and, oh, and I just want to remind you that sometimes we do that because we don't want to bother people. So go on bother people you're not actually bothering people they actually like feeling useful don't you like feeling useful they want to have that feeling too so really start to expand your vision of what's possible and start reaching out for the help that you want it can also show up as telling yourself that you're okay you're fine and you don't really need anything when if you were really honest with yourself you do want it You are allowed to want things. You're allowed to ask for what you want. People want to help you. Once you start asking for help, you may be surprised at how willing people are to help. When I started asking for what I wanted, I started making space in my life for it. My life naturally expanded. You are ready to expand. There's no doubt in my mind. If you're listening to this podcast, you are a different breed of lawyer. You're someone who craves expansion. You get a little flutter of butterflies in your stomach when you think about stretching yourself and seeing what's possible for you. If that's you, you can take everything to a higher level with coaching. Book a call with me. The only way you will ever know what's possible for you is if you dig in and work on yourself. I know exactly how to help you do the most impactful work on yourself to expand into that vision of yourself, to create a vision of yourself that you can grow into. There's a process to it that will make your expansion inevitable. You can book a call with me at dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. That's dinacataldo.com forward slash strategy session. All right, my friend, if you loved this episode, share it with your people and tag me in your posts. I love getting to know you. I hope you have a wonderful week and I will talk to you soon. Bye.